Welcome back to The Gavel and the Gavel. It's me, Harry. I'm based at Windsor at Windsor Auctions. And I'm hoping, coming down the line from Devon... Are you there, Simon? Just about, Harry. Just about. It's Simon here from Lime Bay Auctions in Devon. Are we the sister company or are you my sister? I can't, I, I can't remember. How does this work? I, I, I refer to you as the sister, the brother, the whatever company. I've never... Yeah, I just keep it loose and free. I'll be, I'll be your sister company. I'm, I'm happy with that, mate. I'm, <laughs> I'm easy, either way, whichever way you want it to be. Now, the reason I was suspicious as to whether you were going to be coming down the line is you, you've been neglecting me. Where have you been, dear boy? What's um, happened? I have, dear listener, been a little bit poorly with the dreaded COVID at long last. Now... It's the first time I've had it, Harry. It's the first time I've had it. So if this podcast is late in going out, don't blame Harry, dear listener. Don't blame <laughs> producer Dave. It's not their Big fault. D's not, Big D's not happy. Big D's, Big D's not, not happy. happy. He's not happy. COVID not happy. or not, yeah. get your jacks up by that microphone. He doesn't care. He'd have dragged <laughs> me from my deathbed. Do you know what, Harry? Um, first time having COVID. Really enjoyed it, actually. Really. I've, I've had a lovely time. Yeah. I have been keeping tabs on Simon uh, as to uh, his progress during COVID. He's had a um, a week off because it did knock him a bit bandy. Uh, I think we'll be fair to say. Um, it did. And yeah, and you, you haven't been 100%. And that no, is very unfortunate. But I have been pottering about at home with my with my have 11 you now? I've have been you? pottering have you, about. Have you achieved much with your pottering? I mean, it's a it's a low level potter <laughs> to say the least. It's a very it on an on an achievement scale. I would suggest underachieving would be around about where we're at. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, it, me and Maxie both had COVID, and he got signed off school for five days and was quite cross because by day two, the cocky little eleven year old, the eleven teen year old, had shaken it and was bright eyed and bushy tailed. I, on the other hand, was dribbling about on the floor um, like I'd been shot when he wanted to go back to school. But no, we had five days of, you know, this sort of staying away from other people and all that, pottering around, achieving very little. It was lovely. It was really nice. I mean, felt a bit grim. Don't get me wrong. Felt a bit grim. Sounded a bit grim. Was probably a bit you did You did sound, you sounded properly rough. And yeah, uh, the reason why I was just checking to see how much you were going to confess to the fact you achieved is that obviously uh, I work with your wife, who was pretty sure you were achieving absolutely, absolutely two parts of nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to disagree. I tend to disagree. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. And if the roles were reversed, I'd be exactly the same. But he's back, everybody. He's back. back. Fighting fit and spreading No, I'm not. I'm perfectly, perfectly, would well, not. Much, much better. Thank you for asking, Harry. And just in time for us to jump back on the rostrums for another round yeah. of auctions. I can't wait to spend three days sat right next to the COVID suffering. Squashed up on a rostrum. <laughs> I'll just give you big hugs. Yeah, I'm scheduled to have some time off early November. Lovely. <laughs> there will be a one-man show. <laughs> for several weeks as Harry has a little lie down with a little tickly cough. And those of you who watch our social media will be aware that um, when uh, they were talking about people who were high risk of COVID, uh, oh my pretty days. much fill, fill every single tick box. Uh, every tick box, pretty much. I mean, if you have you had COVID then, Harry? 
I'm not aware that I've had COVID, although we did have an outbreak of something ghastly at Windsor Auctions where all the staff, yeah. uh, everybody in the team was poorly, which could well have been. I have to say uh, that, um, and this is not a statement for or against vaccines or everything, um, but I have had more needles stuck in me regarding <laughs> COVID than I care to shake a stick at uh, because I'm high risk and I always get, you know, because I'm front of the queue. Yeah, I haven't not had, I've been poorly during the COVID uh, uh, pandemic, but nothing terrible. So I don't know whether I have had it or not. You're basically like a dartboard for the NHS, aren't you? Do you know what? It is funny. And I do, I, I am hugely complimentary of the NHS. But as soon as anything comes out um, that relates to being massively overweight, having an eating disorder or anything like <laughs> diabetes, um, they are straight on the phone and say, can we... Um, do you want to pop in? Do you think we could uh, stick yep. another needle? Would you like to drink this, poke that, you know, all the rest of it? Do they take a run up? <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> I am. Um, I yeah. On that subject, I had to. Um, I had to um, take a blood sample um, myself. You know, pinprick in your finger, and um, I've had to ratchet up the pinpricky thing so it's more dramatic and more, <laughs> more stabby. Punches a bigger hole. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. More stabby. More stabby. Um, so, because I've I've ended up I'm I'm not only am I the size of one I've now got the skin like a bleeding rhino. <laughs> <laughs> this is not very it's, antiquey, is it? Um, so it's far, not, it's not first ten minutes. It's so that's not. Just but wittering no, on. no, we've just checked. We're checking on you and we're wittering on. Ah, thanks, mate. What we now I've checked on you. We can talk. So while you were uh, recuperating or lying there, not feeling very well, uh, both of us were lucky enough to. Um, have our two minutes, five minutes of TV fame. Yes, on Celebrity good. Antiques Road Trip, uh, which was a bit of fun. Uh, so we had uh, they came to Windsor for a bit of filming, and we had who do we have? We had Paul Merton and Paul his Merton. wife yep. Suki. Love them. I tell you what, we had a. I mean, when you watch it on TV, it does look a bit chaotic. Well, it was, and not necess- and not necessarily what everybody expects of an auction house. <laughs> but we had a right laugh. We had a right. And it was kick. great fun. Suki was fantastic. Really entered into the spirit of things. Um, chivied her husband Paul along at the same time. Um, Mister Hanson uh, was a good old giggle. Um, I, it's it's an episode I think worth watching, mainly because we're in it. Because there's no well, well, we're in it. They then they're in it a lot, and they're doing a lot of portraying. Margie Cooper, Margie. who was a team with Paul Merton, I, that woman's sense of humour is dry, and she had me in uh, fits of uh, fits of laughter. So what, what what vintage would that be? She kept her pairs in it, didn't she? Yes, like she did. Art Deco lustre glass bowl. <laughs> In abstract 1920s <laughs> well, style. pretty. Again, being ported at the front. There we go. Yes. There we go. Oh, do you need to see down there? <laughs> Start the nice. bidding at £50 with me oh, on the book, and I'm looking for 55 Oh, well done. 55 55 Come on, 55 How many jelly babies are you throwing in, Harry? Uh, well, packets full. Packets of jelly babies. <laughs> free with this bid. £55. How is this costing me money? £55 I have, and I'm looking for 60 60 we're now bid on the phone. 65 and 70. There's a phone bid. Sarah on your phone at 70 pounds and 75 online. 80 on your phone, please, Sarah. Yes, come on. We're live in a big apple. No, okay, your phone's out. We're online at 75 pounds. We're looking for 80 from elsewhere. Can they see it? At seven. 
We not down the phone, they can't. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're at £75, beautifully ported at £75, and we're selling that way. Fair warning. Yes. Well played. Come on. Our campaign to get jelly babies as a nationally recognised sweet <laughs> continues. Because even on Celebrity Antiques Road Trip, Suki asks me up on the rostrum how many bags or how many jelly babies I'm going to include in with a lot. It's gone mad. We need a sponsorship deal. I mean, unfortunately, we weren't throwing in. What was it you wanted? A Volkswagen Touareg or something? Well, I mean, I, I still think you set the bar very low and slightly inappropriately with your diabetes measurements. <laughs> like, <laughs> that you want to be sponsored by Jelly Babies. I mean, as I've said before... I, I can tell everybody now, I've as discussed, I am not diabetic. I'm just at high risk because look at the size of me. No, I'm, <laughs> but I'm good. But no, let's not talk about that anymore. We're talking about we want a sponsorship from uh, uh, Maynard's or any other manufacturer of a Jelly Baby-related sweet. Of high-class motorcar, Harry, for goodness <laughs> sake. Why? Oh, <laughs> man alive. Oh, dear. They were really good fun. Yeah, they were great fun. And we're going to put the link to the episode uh, because it's our two minutes of TV fame. Um, We're going to put the link to the episode in the episode notes and uh, do watch it. I have to say that it is good for business. So many thanks for uh, the production company who were very sweet. Lovely. I also have to thank um, the production company because uh, Sarah who we have talked about on the pod before, who is our office manager and a such an integral part of the Windsor Auctions team, uh, basically she runs the place. She came back very sweetly from her Hindu, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> to be part and be there and make sure it all went swimmingly. We didn't ask her to, she, um, but we did say to the production team, look, if you can make sure she's on TV... As well, because, you know, they edit it in such a way and, and they did a really good job. She she was front and centre and they got her on the and she was on the TV and it was very, very sweet to them. So a massive thanks to them. Um, but yeah, good. It was good. After, good morning. It was great. It was really good. And it was really good fun. I think it's probably, you know, we've had quite a few of these little cameos on Antiques Road Trip over the years. But I've got to say, I think that was the most fun that we've had. They, you know, they with Suki and Paul um, and the team, uh, we had a good old giggle. And interestingly, it's always funny because the following day, you know, your customers who have seen it um, get on the phone or whatever. Although I have to say, our good, good friend from Branscombe, Chris Cannon, uh, he's a joker, isn't he? Uh, came here, back the here, next here day. Here we go. Came back the next day, bless him, love Mr. Cannon, um, came back the next day and said, uh, dear Simon, Susie, Harry and Emma, um, saw Harry and Simon on the Antiques road trip, uh, decided they need a fan club setting up, which I thought I'd do. But unfortunately, when I tried to name the fan club, the Muppets has already been taken. <laughs> Nice. Oh well, he'd get on well with uh, he'd get on well with Paul Merton, who described us as the Morecambe and Wise of the <laughs> Morecambe and Wise of the auction industry. Oh dear, the Muppets and the Morecambe and Wise. I think, mate, I think we've made it, mate. I think um, Chris was referring to you know the two Muppets that sit up in the stalls. I'm with you. That, yeah, I'm with you. And he decided that was us. How charming. 
um, we are we are those two old men. Now, talking of socials, which is where um, where you've lost me already. Simon is a is is fast becoming mainly because most of our social media clips in recent weeks have involved Simon having a rant, <laughs> either about boats, a lady in a boat, mm-hmm. uh, who left it. Don't behind, get me started. Or I'm not, I know uh, poke the bear or whatever it's called, or the gentleman who said uh, that we had a brass neck, not just us, the auction industry as a whole had a brass neck for the fees that we uh, charge. So uh, on TikTok, uh, which I'm a huge, uh, I think this is very funny. Um, somebody is uh, Phil uh, Martian. Um, I'm sure these are just handles. He's trying to make you feel better. Same argument oh, in the building thanks, trade. How how dare we make any profit? Well said, Phil. But with regard on X, which is what Twitter has now become, is it not? I think we have to keep saying for a bit longer. It's formerly known as Twitter. I don't know. I don't care either. But there you go. Um, on that one, David Knowles. He's obviously very worried about your boat situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, David says, don't worry, Simon. Looking at the weather forecast, it might just float away of its own accord this week. <laughs> he has a point. Well, mate. He does have a point. He does have a point. Uh, so, yeah, you're still um, you're still out there in the socials. Um, now, uh, just a quick reminder. Uh, 24th of October... Uh, tomorrow is the last day. So the day this comes out is the last day uh, for comment on the government consultation on new fi- uh, draft fire regulations for upholstered furniture. Thousands of people have listened to the episode we did there with Delith, and it has it's gained a bit of traction. Um, so we don't know what's going to happen there, but lots of people have um, educated themselves on what's what, which is good news. That's excellent. That is. So there we go. So uh, yeah, your social media presence or our social media presence is uh, is is good fun. But there you go. Yeah, everybody wants to comment, don't they? Yeah, I have I have no clue what's going on. I'll just leave that up to you and David. Um, and we, I'll, we, we, I'll know, not, we know we know I'm not, not getting involved. I'm not getting involved. Now, um, somebody has come up with um, a Christmas special idea for a pod. One of our <laughs> listeners, really, because my Christmas parties go really well. Yeah, yeah, we know about that. Mark has uh, emailed in. Uh, or to talk about um, our Christmas special. Now, apparently, seven or eight months ago, we talked about our wives coming on the pod. Yeah. Or having their own episode. That's gone well. Now, he feels that that is what the Christmas special should be. The right to reply for Emma and Susie to talk about what it's like working with us. And he said, 15 minutes will be enough. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Mark, uh, so Mark, whoever you are, because yeah. all I got was your first name and a weird email address. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to try and get that to happen. But I, uh, there was God. there was there was a little bit of resistance to when we first uh, floated the idea. A little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got the raised eyebrow and the mm-hmm, mm-hmm kind of answer that tells me. A lot of gold and perfume to be bought before that's going to happen, I think you'll find. Um, I'm not entirely sure why. I don't know entirely why. Mate, I think we should give it a go. And um, I'm going to try. I'm going to take responsibility for this. And I'm, God knows why I'm saying that on, on, on a recording. But I'm going to uh, try and get it going. Um, and then, But what we're going to do is it's very much going to be producer Big D is going to be in charge. And we're not going to be anywhere near it. So we're going to throw him under the bus is how I think that should go. 
Good luck. I'll tell you what, you're a very persuasive man, Harry. Um, you, don't, I've got, you don't feel as positive as I do. I've No, I, I have every faith in you. What I will say is I'm entirely distancing myself from all of this. Um, it's you and Mark's idea. And you wrote David in. I don't want any part of it. I have no idea how that's going to go. I'm thinking probably some kind of divorce. Between someone, somewhere in this group. <laughs> I don't know I don't know where or how many or when, but this seems like a terrible idea. It's gonna be good. Don't worry about it. Uh right, how's your week been? What have you seen? What have you what have you had? What have you done? I have seen a lot of people that don't want to see me because I'm coughing all that. No, I've been I am not being irresponsible with my COVID regulations, I can assure you. When I when I when I say what have you seen, there are more than one of us in the building. So we have valuers. We've got Mark in fact, not the yeah. Mark who we were just talking about. We got Mark and we got um Emma, Will, people at Windsor, all sorts of people doing it. So yeah. So where where what have you seen? So Harry, I've been out and about as you have, getting back in the saddle, uh going out and meeting people in their own homes. Yeah. People are interesting, aren't they? They really are. Bless, met a lovely guy last week who his neighbour actually rang us and said, can you come down and help this chap out? Um, he's quite elderly, lovely guy, got a bit of a problem. So that was in the diary. I trot down to um, the new builds down in Seton, you know, the big sort of new developments that we see popping up all over the place these days and meet the neighbour who lives in the flat above this gentleman. He's in the flat below, and we've got a classic example of a bit of downsizing that didn't downsize. So we've taken a four-bedroom house and squeezed it into a two-bedroom new-build flat. That includes a grand piano, which now fills the lounge. When I say fills, I mean the lounge has the grand piano. There's about three foot to the right of it where he's managed to squeeze a little telly. He's managed to get two small armchairs in there around the grand piano anyway. Bless him. But you know when you think this stuff isn't going anywhere because he's like, <laughs> oh, I oh. And I was saying to him, well, you know, this is what we can do. You know, these are the things we can sell for you. These are the things we can perhaps give to charity for you because they're not particularly auctionable. There's some recycling we can do as well. Yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, it's definitely got to go, but I'm not sure I'm ready. I'm not sure. So I did what I like to do in this situation, left him with all the paper. And he said, are you going to take these small things now? No, I'm not. I'm not I am absolutely not taking anything now. I'm going to put the collection in for three days time. I'm going to ring you the day before and say, are we doing this? So you no, we're definitely doing this. I've got to do this. We're definitely doing sure as eggs are eggs three days later. And there were some nice bits. Don't get me wrong. The guy had a super eye. There was a fabulous rocking horse, uh, you know, a proper Victorian rocking horse with the proper mane. There was a, uh, a scoreboard, you know, like a snooker billiard scoreboard, but really old, beautiful, old, which are oh, absolutely superb. And some other bits and pieces. He liked his cars. So we had some glass and model Ferraris and Porsches and all the rest of it. Really good saleable stuff, stuff that would have done well in the auction. But sure as eggs are eggs, three days later, 
no, 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 can't let any of it go. Can't let any of it go. Bless him. Uh, he's a sweet guy. We told him we're here when he needs us, if ever he gets round to it. But no, no, no. Too many memories tied up in all of that stuff. And he's clearly, clearly hit on some tougher times. And obviously having all this stuff around him gives him some form of comfort, bless him. Um, yeah, yeah, reassurance. Reassurance. reassurance and maybe, yeah. maybe just... Maybe just a glimmer that the old life could come back. Do you know what I mean? Maybe that's why mm. you don't get rid of those things. So, yeah, it's always interesting, isn't it? Going out and doing house calls, meeting people, trying to understand what they're trying to achieve. And after you've done it a while, kind of knowing you can second guess a little bit how this is going to go. So really lovely chap. He's got some fabulous items, can barely move in his flat. And that's the way it's going to stay. <laughs> well, we we had an interesting one this week. We have, um, I think it's seven foot, seven and a half foot. Franken Frankenstein's monster has arrived. Perfect uh, for November. No, for, no, it's not perfect. No, it is perfect for October. Yeah, yeah. And it will be is in it? the auction. You can pick it up on Saturday, just in time for your Saturday night. Um, When's Halloween? Halloweeny type stuff. End of the month, I think. Yeah. Um, and this is nineteen sixties. Frankenstein's monster with the bolt through his neck and all the rest of it. Um, that came in from a, a trader. That is absolutely uh, fantastic. Um, we've had uh, following on from the success we had last month with some watches. We've got a nice little, uh, we've got uh, some Rolexes come in for this sale. And uh, yeah, you, you t our, t your, your, our combined TV appointment has uh, every house I go to has said, we saw you on the telly. We saw you on the telly. I'm like, that's not, surely that's not what, five minutes of us talking during auctions is not why you've called me to your house. But we, the downsizing epidemic, which is the only way to describe it, continues. We have seen so much furniture that we could fill. I mean, I think we were talking about the other day, we've taken extra storage this month uh, for uh, additional uh, furniture, but the volume of furniture and good quality modern contemporary people have only had it a year they're moving in from five bedrooms six bedrooms seven bedroom houses into two bedroom apartments it's all got to go because there's no place to put your massive dining table and your um you know they've got too many beds most of which have never been slept in really contempt beautiful contemporary modern italian furniture it's all just pouring through the door at the moment um so that's quite interesting uh with regards to what we're seeing, what we're seeing, so many. Oh, every house call. Where are you off to? Something smaller. <laughs> but obviously, I'm never going to meet the people who are going the other way until they start buying it all back, I guess. It's very, it's funny, isn't it? And do you think a lot of this is down to the mortgage situations driving people out of the bigger homes? or? Yeah, I may, I know nothing about how the world works financially. It, uh, I try not to dwell on it too much because otherwise I think it can get you down in this business because people are, we meet a lot of people who are going through tough old times. Usually it's more akin to, you know, uh, probate sales and people having, family members having passed away. But now we're seeing more of it. It's it's it, it's interesting. So I've got I've got Frankenstein's monster uh, uh, come in. I've seen. Oh, I did a you. You complained about this a couple of months ago. I saw an amazing jewelry box full of jewelry, valued <laughs> it all, and then they said thanks very much. And then I went right, thinking here we go, bit of a close. And they went that's great. So we'll be dividing that up amongst um, all the nephews 
and nieces. And I went to my car and, I, I mean, you know, was a little bit depressed for the drive back to the office. I was like, <laughs> um, but I did say to a lady the other day that um, I did say when I was going around to her house, she's pointed something out and I said, oh, that's really lovely. And she goes, oh, my, my daughter's having that. I said, right, I don't like her already. Um, and then I saw something else. She goes, that, that's really nice. Beautiful flame mahogany uh, chest of drawers, Victorian chest of drawers. Absolutely stunning. Um, and I said, oh, that's really nice. She goes, oh, do you know what? You like it so much you can have that. So the next thing I went, oh, that's the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> she went, yeah, nice, nice, nice. try. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, I'm not getting the wall. I'm not getting the walnut Davenport, but I'm getting the flame mahogany uh, chest of drawers. But it Fantastic. was funny. Fantastic. Yeah, I was giving it my. I was giving it my. Giving it the full beans. But yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's at the market's interesting, isn't it? But I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, Christmas brings because that usually brings the jewellery out, doesn't it? Lots of people um, having a tidy up. So yeah. that'd be fun. Uh, interestingly, our appraisal days, which we run regularly down here in Devon. Um, which are interesting because our appraisal days are at a memorial hall um, that we hire. And it is literally, and I know I've said this before, I am talking a third of a mile, a stone's throw from the auction house. But when we literally trot up the road, set up some tables, put the signs out, people seem very comfortable to come along to the the local village hall which as i say quite literally if people haven't found us they go we'll pop down to the auction house and ask them where the valuation play oh it's back there by 100 <laughs> yards but for whatever reason but we are seeing a lot of people bringing stuff in for valuations not necessarily consigning them to auction at the moment but we do these valuation days once a month we sit there for three hours and we don't get time to go and make a cup of tea out the back because there's a gentle flow of people coming through, value this, value the other. Sometimes maybe the valuations are too low and they think, OK, well, in that case, we'll hang on to it. Sometimes it's just a, have inherited this or I've found that. What do you think? Um, so there, there's always a lot of interest. And it's interesting that they will come along to a valuation day literally a stone's throw from the auction house, but they won't come into the auction house itself. And we we ponder as to whether or not that's because they feel they might be wasting our time or that they might get, I don't know, feel that they've, yeah, feel they've wasted our time or feel that we might be, I don't know, busy. But if we're at a valuation day, they seem happy to, to trot along and, bring us all sorts of weird and wonderful items. And, and indeed, one chap, lovely fella, brought along his um, metal detecting finds from the local area to see oh, what wow. they were worth. Yeah, and that was really quite interesting because there's a lot of lot of history in this area, well, as, there, as there is everywhere. And some of the things that he'd dug up, he'd only started... Yeah, you've got real his. You've got real history. You're on the Jurassic Coast, man. Jurassic Coast, and there's all Jurassic sorts of- Coast, and we're doing fossils this week. A nice we segue. Catalogs nice. out in a minute, apparently. <laughs> nice. So we have got fossils, crystals, ammonites. That's the only. That's the only fossil I know, by the way. Ammonite. Um, all sorts Sox. going into the next. Uh, what now? I've got an ammonite. I've got half an ammonite. It's not quite all twiddled round. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, one of those that one of those came in. Yeah. Do you know what the? Oh, thing, I tell you what, what I've got. Hang on, I tell you what I've got. Damn it! I should have mentioned this earlier when we were talking about Windsor. I've got Prop Master's hands, so they're all creepy little hands that a Prop ah. Master made. He worked on Moonraker, and these hands are all from various. That's coming up. That's going to be creepy. They are creepy. It's just a box of hands <laughs> in various. It's weird. Can you imagine opening that? They were like, oh, would you have a look at No, nope, oh. I don't really want to look in there. There's a box of arms in that box. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Oh, oh, okay. well, so we should, we should have a couple of interesting auctions, I think. Yeah, mate, we should do. We should do. Now, you're off the hook um, because uh, it's nearly the end, near the end, near, near the time to say goodbye. Well, it's really good because I haven't done anything, for, according to my wife, for the last uh, month or week or whatever it is. I've uh, just been lounging around, having a super time, sipping tea and eating caviar. So haven't had a lot to talk about, but I seem to have vaguely managed to cobble together a podcast with my friend Harry. So I feel like we've done a good job. That isn't quite what she said. She left out the caviar bit. I've dropped, dropped, that. I've dropped myself in it now. But what's good about this is that obviously she, when I ring her later she's going to have the right to reply for the christmas episode as encouraged by mark he's shaking his head dear listener he doesn't think this has got any chance right do you know what if you could if, if this could this could be your greatest coup harry quite frankly um if you could persuade uh susie to do to get on and do this podcast i think you will have excelled yourself this will be the pinnacle of your selling career to date okay i was going to throw you know Freebies Money. at it and bribes. That's what I was going to do. I'm assuming you you might want to go straight for jewellery. Oh, God. I can't afford that. <laughs> uh, right. Um, dear listener, please like, subscribe, write a review for our endless chit-chat. Uh, Simon is in charge. Now he's back and has lining up a few interviews. So hopefully uh, forthcoming episodes um, will have a few of those in. We've got people lined up, but obviously we had to shuffle them along because of COVID, boy. Um, and we'll be getting some more. We'll get them back on track. We have got a number of famous people who have said they're going to do it. And pinning them down, as ever, is causing me absolute heart palpitations. <laughs> like nailing jelly to a wall. I know. I've got one guy who's moved the date about so many times, I've given up. I've just gone, You ring us, and we'll try and get it around to it, doing it on that day. Absolutely shocking. All right, buddy. Nice to see you. I'm glad you're well. Glad to be back and back in the saddle and enjoying every minute of it as usual. Lovely to speak to you, Harry. See you on the rostrum. Bye. (coughs) Can't wait.